Welcome back to Here to Make It Queer. I am joined by my friend Harry, where each Monday we will be recapping the previous week's episode of Drag Race UK. Welcome back to Here to Make It Queer. This is the episode two recap of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, season two. I'm Adam and I stand Judy Stench. Hi, I'm Harry. I will be co-hosting and I am wearing a dress with an exact same dress underneath it. And welcome to our episode two review. Has Ginny Lemon entered the chat? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Honestly, she's my spirit animal this week. She absolutely smashed everything. I saw a thing on Twitter and it was a video of like Brooklyn Heights' like reveal where it was like the wig off, da 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 Yeah. And then it was Ginny. Same dress. <laughs> it, it was perfect. And I cannot wait to review that in thorough detail in the podcast. I agree. So mini challenge. What did we think about that? Um, I guess like last time, it's quite a fun way to see who the queens see as threats, who the queens see as competition, who they see as just being there for the sake of it. Um, I don't know. It's one of those little challenges that really means nothing, but it's quite fun to see what the queens think of each other. Um, I think if I'm right, the categories were it was the cockiest queen, there was the trade of the season, there was the uh, basic bitch, and I feel like there was one more, but I can't remember what it was. I feel like it was going to be something irrelevant. Because <laughs> it was... Wait, there was I just remember... four, right? I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, so we got to see the queens, they did a little vert, it was all hunky-dory they voted for what they thought and the results were taste was the trade of the season which i don't think anyone was really surprised with him getting no. <laughs> especially a horror who we learned uh used to shag him back in the day well they still live together oh i did not know that yeah mm, plot twist which is interesting and then... yeah that's a different dynamic we've never really had on the show before yeah of, like previous actual partners ish but also housemates yeah, that's quite an interesting one. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because I think they both go quite far. Mm. And then we had um, Lawrence Cheney was voted as the cockiest. Again, <laughs> not, not a surprise. Not surprised at all, actually. He's a very confident person, as we saw from episode one in his Meet the Queens. But will that be crumbling down this week? Hmm. Mm. We also saw a horror who got judged as the bitch of the season. Again, absolutely no surprise. No surprise. The episode started with her slagging off Astina's win because of an ASOS jacket. So I don't think anyone's really shocked that she's the bitch of the season. Absolutely not. Uh, but the shameful award that we got this week was Basic Bitch. And it was given to Dia Coffee. Thoughts? I think, well, if it's based on what we've seen so far in terms of runways and looks, then yes. I agree. I but think... Will she prove them wrong this week? Who knows? Who knows? Probs not, if it's outfit-based. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the one benefit of being ranked as the basic bitch this week was that Tia Coffee got the deciding role of choosing who plays what in this week's main challenge, which was Rats the Rusical. So actually being basic has landed her in quite a comfortable position. And we always see a lot of drama when there's one person assigning the roles, which I kind yeah. of live. Kind I'm of live. happy when it's one person deciding because 
you could play it so shadily to everyone else and no one's really done that and i kind of wanted someone to mug a lot of people off but yeah. I, think I think she's just there to prove herself she's like i'm gonna take this part and you can all do good parts but i'm here for me this week yeah because there was no bad roles mm. there were certain roles where i thought okay there's only one person who realistically can do this i.e yeah. jenny's role yeah agree like no Ginny's made sense for her i think veronica's made sense for her and actually tia did great in her role as well but that yeah. is one that a few people could have done i think um should we just get straight into it so what did did you enjoy rats the musical because um no <laughs> um no it's weird like i re-watched it and i both loved it and hated it at the same time yeah. i thought it was incredibly cringe but not like hilarious cringe um but watching it back i realized oh it wasn't just me yesterday most of the queen's diction is really poor i could not understand really anything that anyone sang in the actual musical yeah the only people you can really hear is Ginny, yeah uh tia and of course veronica yeah but i also i went and i found it because they love to shove everything on spotify and i don't like and i listened to just the audio and oh, it was okay. a lot cleaner so I don't know whether that was recorded after because it certainly wasn't recorded at the same time. Ah, okay. So they may have done an actual record of it. Yeah, because I, I was struggling to really figure out what was happening. Um, started off with Tace and Ellie Diamond, I believe, and couldn't understand really what either of them were saying. I think it's, there's so many accents. You've got the Welsh, you've got the, obviously the Scottish, and there was a few bits which I was surprised. Well, I don't want to get... Well, yeah, I'm going to say it anyway. No, go for it. Let's talk about it. I don't think, I think Ellie should have been safe and not top because I think yeah. her looks saved her diction, but I don't think they like saved them by that much. No, I actually thought she was the bottom end of safe this week. I don't think she really did anything that impressive in the challenge. Um, and I, I'll get into the runway a little later, but I wasn't impressed with the actual runway. Um, yeah. Tace as well wasn't great for me. Um, runway. Oh, I'll, I'll come back to oh. that. But I wasn't. Mm, I wasn't that fussed with it. It's pretty. But I've her actual performance. Her, her performance, I wasn't keen on. Um, oh, I was, she I... looked down at the floor quite a lot, and it felt like she wasn't really confident in what she was singing. But there's a lot of rats, and they're like looking where they're going. That's true. But project upwards, as they say in the theatre. Exactly. Also, you're lucky this is not a video because you would have just seen me doing a little... It was quite a good Scab as the Rat impression. That, <laughs> that's my backup plan. Uh, who came after them in the challenge? It, I believe it was... Was it that oh. bloody Rat Pack? Yes. Oh, well, let me get started on that. Um, none of the three were great. They weren't awful, but they weren't great. I definitely think Sister Sister stood out in the group in terms of the performance lawrence was funny and i think the overly scottish accent and the kind of the campness of how he portrayed it saved him but he looked terrified on stage and i yeah. think cherry also looked really scared i um, didn't see that though oh it was it was more like the shifty eyes it was like she was looking at where she should be standing next and stuff but that's the rats and <laughs> what i wrote down was she was when Michelle was like, oh, her face showed it. She was in character. They're rats. They were singing about chaos and things going wrong. So obviously she's going to be like, 
what what's happening so I personally was like yes I thought she was gonna be safe I thought safe I didn't think bottom um but yeah for me again like you're called the rat pack like that's such an old school swing and it's kind of like when you watch uh, Little Shop of Horrors like the three girls that sing throughout the whole show they're kind of like the sassy characters you need and I just don't think they were sassy enough I think they played like the fear card rather than like we're the bitches to watch and I think that didn't play into their favour this week yeah but I also do think the choreo was not to anyone's advantage no I don't really think there was any actual choreography this week which is weird because they made a big point of having a choreographer well I will say <laughs> Chase and Ellie had quite a lot that is true I'll give them some the little rewind thing and then coming back down oh yeah they did some voguing and a, a sort yeah, of limp which I, they drop. were both quite strong in the dance yeah, the dance redeemed them more than the actual vocal, I think, this week. Yeah, I wrote check mark next to Sister Sister. Mm-hmm. I think, well, the most anyone has is three, so I think that is, but a lot of people have none, so I think that's safe. Yeah, I think that's I, what that I means. Think so. I wrote three check marks next to Estina because I thought she did really good in the challenge. I'm going to throw it out there. I honestly thought she was going to be in the bottom. I was really shocked. She's hyped herself up as being like the singer and the dancer of the season and for me I just didn't see it in this performance but it wasn't Um, a very dancing role no true I just I don't know I didn't I didn't like the actual way she delivered it I think um the way she delivered her lines reminded me a lot of scaredy cats uh down and draggy performance it was all quite oh and I wasn't about that it just didn't do anything for me so I Definitely think she chose a big role because she wanted to prove herself again. And I actually think it didn't do her any favours. Oh, see, I thought she, this week, she really did. Well, I mean, obviously she did last week as well because she won. But I thought, because obviously it scared the cat got sent home in that episode. It didn't work for her. But I think it did work because she's just been flushed down the loo. She's a confused rat. Oh, I know. But she didn't seem scared. She seemed like a bit thick and over it. I just didn't like the way she performed it. I found, yeah, sorry, Estina. I do think you're great, but I do think this week it was a bit wank in my eyes. But what I will say is I think most people did as well as they could have done given the challenge. I don't think that was a good... This is UK Drag Race. Any country could have done rats. Why did we not have, like, the Royals, the Rusical? Yeah, Diana, like the musical. There's actual musicals that are properly British. We have yeah. Billy Elliot, a huge one about like <laughs> about the mining strike. It's like I kind of wanted something like that. I I, I get it, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber and whatnot, but basing they, it off Cats the Musical, which I actually think is a really dull musical, just didn't do anything for me. And well, they did trump the musical. We could find Boris the musical, but it's also the BBC, so they wouldn't have done that. Yeah, they probably would have been a bit scared to do that. We could have, we could have found someone random. I think they should have just done like some sort of random, like Coronation Street, the musical, and it should have just been like yeah. a nice ode to soap operas, and I'd have been much happier. Yeah, definitely. Um, what did you think about Bimini in a horror? Honestly, I think Bimini was an absolute star in this episode. Um, she yeah. was so punk. She just delivered everything she needed to do. The role was great. She was confident. She looked great. And actually, Ahura didn't look that comfortable in the uh, rehearsals. But I'll fully credit, because I do think Bimini got her to a point where Ahura also did great on stage. Um, yeah. 
I don't think she was necessarily a top three, but I think Bimini got her to a very good point this week. It I think Bimini got was the star the of the duo. Yeah. But I also, like, O'Hara had a lot of highs and lows in her voice, which mm. I quite liked, because she'd go da-da-da-da, and then, like, a really rough northern... Yeah, she, she musical theatred it, so I'll, I'll credit her for that. It wasn't just, oh, we're, like, these scratty rats. Like, here's yeah. me still doing it, but camp and theatrical so uh, I, yeah I, I credit a horror for it this week like she surprised me more than i thought she was going to because i think my issue with rats was i didn't have it there was obviously some performances that were better than others but there's no one i disliked there was nothing i really was like i don't like watching this it was just the whole concept didn't work yeah i don't think i liked the musical but it wasn't necessarily that there was like a crap performance i yeah. just didn't like the musical as a challenge or as a song i thought the songs were quite limp compared to songs we've had in other shows before yeah and obviously well we know veronica won i think she was a very very like deserving winner uh, well 100% i wouldn't have questioned anyone else to have won this week i think veronica proved herself and at the start of the episode we saw the other contestants looking down their nose at her because none of them have heard of her before and being like, well, we don't know you can sing. We don't know you can do this. We've never heard of you. And I think Veronica really fought to prove that she can take a big role this week. And she, yeah, she absolutely smashed it. Yeah. And again, dressed as a gross rat, she still looks sexy and delivered a sexy character. Like, I, I think she absolutely smashed it this week. Because I think if Tia's runway had been as strong as Veronica's, it could have been a tie. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I think them two were by far the strongest performers this week, but I think Veronica had the edge with her runway. Um, she just, yeah. yeah, she smashed it out of the park this week. And oh, Ginny, I just, no one else could have done that role and she did it so well. Ginny killed it. Ginny just, Ginny just is camp. She knows exactly what this challenge was supposed to be. She's not afraid to be, like, down and dirty and gritty and ugly. And she played this, like, wretched old rat perfectly. There was, there was honestly nothing I could have faulted with her performance. It was camp. It was funny. I even like the way she recovered from uh, saying diphtheria instead of dysentery. I think she uh, did that on purpose. And do you know what? If she did, it made me laugh. So I was because not complaining. I loved that. I was like, that is how you can pull the attention to yourself without taking it from someone else. She yeah. didn't mess up anyone else. She didn't jump into someone else's line. It was a very subtle way to add a bit of humour to her bit without taking anyone else out. And I thought that was very good. Because what I think what we've seen so far is that Ginny as a character is quite wild and chaos. But Ginny as a person yeah. is very empathetic. Oh, very caring. We saw that last week when she defended Estina when she wasn't in the room. And I think this week as well, you can tell that she just wants everyone to do well. She's not threatened by people because, and not in a, comp, like, a cocky way. It's not like a, I'm going to win, so none of you are threats. I think she's just happy living her best life, doing what she does. And I think that's Sean this week. She's there to just have fun and show her craft. And I think she's not scared if other people do better or worse. She's just there to have fun. And I, yeah, I just... I just like her. I just think she's got such a warming personality. And I'm surprised, actually, that I think the Americans are starting to warm to her now. I know the Meet the Queens, a lot of people were questioning why she was on the show. Yeah. And I'm quite glad that people are really rooting for Ginny Lemon now. Which I think she definitely deserves. 100%. So, overall, we both agree Veronica 
Veronica absolutely won. deserved to win. It's and... the tops and the bottoms that threw me this week, again, with the judging. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, top three should have been, in this order, Veronica, and then Ginny Lemon, and then e- either Tia or Bimini. That was my top this week. Um, but, but I thought Ellie, in terms of the run, well, I think we're move- slowly moving on to runways anyway now. But yeah. Ellie's runway was the most reveal. Like that was three looks in one, which I was kind of disappointed by the runways on a whole and like the reveals yeah. as we talked about. And I think she was, they were drastic. There are three different looks. Oh, see, this is why I disagree. <laughs> I, I really didn't like Ellie's this week. And I think compared to what we've seen her do before, I thought this was really limp. I think as well, the theme wasn't just reveal. It was called surprise, surprise. And I don't think any of them were surprising. She came out in a fancy dress scarecrow outfit, but with her hair already looking like the lion from Wizard of Oz. And I thought, oh, I wonder where this is going to go. Then you could see the silver perking out of her sleeves and under the skirts. I thought, right, it looks like we're going to get a Tin Man. If we're going to get a Tin Man, we're probably going to get a lion. Um, but they were all the same silhouette. So for me, it just felt like three fancy dress costumes on top of each other. Because I thought she was going to go Scarecrow to Dorothy. So, mm, yeah. Because I, I think... didn't see anything peeking out. Oh, I did. I, it's the first thing I noticed. I just noticed the silver. And Maybe that's I'm what made me not nice. like it. I think but... you are. I like Ellie. I just don't think this was a strong week for Ellie. So if we go, we'll go down like the order of the runways. Mm-hmm. And, um... A horror. She the riding um, groom. Great concept. I think the groom, she still kept it fashionable and female. It was a very well-cut suit. The hat looked nice. The little finger waves perking under th- uh, underneath the, the hat were great. Um, what lost it for me was actually when she became the bride. I thought it was a really ugly bridal dress. Um, I can forgive the nipples perking out, but... It, for me, it was a corset and a big, long bit of fabric. I actually thought the dress was ugly and it, it diminished the, the outfit for me. I think the groom was stronger. Because I thought it was, conceptually, it's a solid concept, but they said cherries was predictable, which I didn't, I disagree with. I, yeah. As soon as you saw the groom, you knew there was going to be a bride. And I think we've yeah. seen that so many times now, though. Yeah, it's that classic, like, masculine to feminine um, I but I, I credit well. her for doing the suit still feminine. I just didn't think that the bridal dress was anything to write home about. And I think if that, it, really, I think a lot of people think, as long as I come out looking great, everything else will be great. But if you're doing a reveal, the reveal has to be something spectacular. And that dress wasn't for me. She looked better in the reverse order. Yeah, I do see what you mean. I mean, concept I wasn't sold on because obviously we have seen it a lot before but I do think execution was quite good so would you say that is that a toot or a boot for you I'd toot it but it'd be a safe toot this week yeah it wouldn't be like a strong toot same as like a soft toot yes um and then we had Lawrence uh again I preferred his before to his after yeah. I liked the way he went into it. I thought it was quite funny to do the fake tear away and then reveal actually it's the sleeve is where it comes apart. And I thought, oh, that's, that's a clever way of doing a reveal. Um, it's just a really ugly dress underneath. Because I, I disagree a little bit. I thought he should have come out, walked in that like everyone else did, and then changed before he left. Because like you said, the fr- when the first one's better than the second one, you want to show that more. 
Absolutely. And I think that's the mistake he made is he went straight into yeah. the worst part of the outfit for me. I think it was still a toot for me, but I would have just liked it was, to see it a was bit more of the blue. Just, 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 just a toot for me. Like very on the line. Like really, I couldn't have decided, but I preferred his jumpsuit that he started in to a lot of other people's actual outfits. So for that reason, it's a toot for me. Yeah, that was good. Um, and then this next one, I have ass with three circles written. I think you know who it is. Yeah, the absolute star. Um, for me, and a lot of people might disagree with me, I genuinely think this is the most underrated reveal we've ever had on RuPaul's Drag Race. I think it was genius. It's it so was, Ginny. It's such a fuck you to RuPaul as well to basically come on the show bit asked to do a reveal she keeps true to herself and her reveal is the exact same dress but with that hairy ass cut out of it yeah i just think that's the funniest thing i've ever seen on the show i i literally i howled with laughter when the reveal happened oh it was um, perfection what got me though is you could see the judges recoiling and i think that's why they didn't put her in the top and for me she absolutely should have been in the top this week because one she was great in the challenge two the reveal just had me in stitch. And take away the reveal, the outfit was still quintessentially Ginny Lemon. Like, you knew who she was going to be, whereas I feel like the, a lot of people this week came in costumes that were reveals that didn't really say anything about who their drag was. And I think Ginny's was still her drag. And going back to the title, as you mentioned, it was surprise, surprise, it wasn't a reveal. And that was a surprise. She surprised us. And one, she surprised the judges in a negative way by revealing the same dress. And then the second reveal was her ass. It was a surprise. It was genuinely genius this week. And I think she should have been credited for it. It's a shame they didn't have her in the top so that she could have had a positive critique. Yeah, I think she's my, it's definitely a toot. And she's probably my second favourite of the runways. I think she was my favourite this week, genuinely. I think she smashed it. It was, oh. And I'm not Ginny Lemon uh, Lemon biased. I know that I love her, but 100%. It just had me in stitches this way. I, th- I think she killed the runway, which is a surprise. You wouldn't think Ginny Lemon would be the one to be the runway star of the episode, but for me, yeah. she was. I mean, this next one, the judges did not like either because they said they could see it coming, which was cherries. I did not see that coming. No, I didn't see it coming either. I and didn't I know actually, where it was going. No, and I'll give her credit again. I, I really liked the before. I thought the silhouette and the shape was great. I liked the giant oversized bow. I loved all the light ruching. I, when she revealed, I thought it was quite funny to go into this sort of like, just a gender reveal party. I think what gave it away was the fact that she had a big balloon. You knew something was going to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't expect it to be a gender reveal. So I'll credit her on that at least. I did. I did. It was one of my favorite, probably my third favorite. But it was I a do, good toot from me this week. Yeah, I th- I didn't see it coming. Good concept. But what I do find is that a lot of times the judges don't like the political yeah. statements, which I think if it was maybe in a year's time, might have got a bit more credit. But I I personally enjoyed it. Um, the one yeah. thing I would have like maybe suggested, which is tiny, is maybe like slightly bigger hair, like drag it up. A I bit more. I agree as well. I think the wig is what let her down this week. I think because it was in that beautiful big oversized bow, and I kind of wanted the bow to whip off and just a cascade of hair come down, and it didn't. And I think that's what stopped it being a great outfit for me. But I did read on her Instagram she put 
like obviously they post after they get eliminated and she was talking about how she had so many ideas but then wanted to do something that was like a statement which i respect yeah uh, yeah i i was not as beefed about it as the judges were i thought yeah. it was fine yeah she should have been safe um i do think maybe if she had popped the balloon and then spun and changed it that's what i expected because i've seen people on like britain's got talent and stuff and quick change artists where they throw confetti in the air or loads of tinsel and then once it comes down surprise i'm in another dress and i expected that to happen but the pop afterwards just felt like a bit of an afterthought i think that pop should have happened as the dress was coming off so i do agree with that it's, yeah i, I thought it was a fun that. concept i just don't think it was performed on stage yeah but again this is only her second time on the main stage which must yeah. be very stressful um and then next up we had tia I only wrote one thing. Was it crap wig? It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny, but, and, and actually I am going to give her some credit here. It was the slickest reveal. I think the way it whipped from a vest into a dress, it was the most polished reveal anyone did on the, sh- uh, on the stage. What was unfortunate was that both outfits were fucking repugnant. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like it. And the wig, oh, the wig. Traumatising. I, did, I didn't like the look, but I do really like Tia. So I'm so glad her performance kept her in. Yeah, 100%, because she would have been in the bottom had she not have done great in this challenge. Yeah, um, and I do think she's going to keep doing really well in the challenges, but maybe not. She's not a look ways. queen. I think that's just what we need to accept. Um, I thought the idea was funny. It just wasn't polished, but it was the most polished one outfit into the next. It was a really yeah. slick, well done reveal. So I do credit her for that. It's just a shame that the dress she went into was gross. I mean, even Alan Carr said, you know, there's a problem when uh, <laughs> she looks shitter in a dress than she does in like a cod piece. Well, because she she was still top three, though. She was, surprisingly. So, that goes to show that looks aren't everything, which I think is good, because sometimes they get into the habit of valuing one over the other, where I think they're, they yeah. need to come hand in hand. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. Next up was Ellie. I, I know you don't really like this one. I don't like it. It was camp. It was, it was drag and exclamation. For me, it was, I can imagine three girls in freshers at university going to a fancy dress party to their local gay bar and they're all going, ah, should we all do the Wizard of Oz? And then they all bought the same dress in different fabrics and just one stuck a tail on it, one stuck a heart on it and the other put some straw down the tits. And that's what I got from it. I mean, I can see those three girls looking down. <laughs> um, Sorry if that was brutal, but I was not impressed but this week. I did like it. And I think, because she was top three as well. She looked better I... dressed as a rat. But I think, I think she still deserved, maybe not top three, but she should have been safe. safe. But I would say high safe. I, I'd have said mid to bottom safe. Oh, no, um, we're going to have to disagree on that one. I'm gonna... I, I'll happily disagree this week. I don't think she should have been top. That I will absolutely agree with you on. But I don't necessarily think she should have gone home either. I just no, think oh, it would... definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. Um, Estina. Uh, boot, head. This is probably the only one I would boot. And it was just because on previous seasons, they've been told a cape is not a reveal. She had a hood and then she took a hood off. 
And then she did a very limp reveal later, which was, oh, she's got a spooky mouth. But it was just the Halloween costume. And she gave as many... (laughs) And I I got it. I got where she was coming from. Because she talked about, like, um, video game characters and stuff before. I just think it wasn't for surprise. I just found it really funny in her confessional talking about the runway and giving every Mortal Kombat reference she could without using the word Mortal Kombat for copyright reasons. <laughs> so that made me laugh. However, the outfit I did just think... I, I've seen people in that for Halloween, so I wasn't wowed. Mm. Boot, boot, is, yeah, big this... boot, and she was terrible in the challenge. Boot, boot, boot. See, this is... <laughs> see, she got three check marks on the challenge, so I think she definitely... I mean, I agree that she plays safe. I can't disagree with that. She should have been a lurser for me this week. Controversial. <laughs> but that is the thing I do like about safe is that you don't know where I'm at. No, safe is a big spectrum. Yeah. And another safe queen, sister, sister. Her runway was brilliant. Yeah, it was the biggest all, transformation. All I had to say, and for me, it was a shame that she didn't have a bigger part in the rusical because... When you're in a trio and the trio's kind of nondescript, you can't really shine that much. I think she did fine. Definitely was safe. Um, but reveal-wise, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I think to go from that sort of glamour puss and then whip it off and she's just like a tattooed dominatrix. I just thought it was really smart and you could tell she'd really thought about how to go from one extreme to the other. And yeah, yeah for me, probably... Bar Ginny, I'd say it's up there as one of my strongest reveals. Yeah. It was the probably, like I said, the biggest transformation. Well, I was with yeah. Veronica's, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. I also think t- uh, Sister could have done either a horror or Bimini's roles in the Rusical really yeah. well. I, I really that... wanted Bimini and Sister Sister to have worked together in that role. Yeah. Because I think both of them would have got it. Yeah, and I do think the Rat Pack... Well, considering two of the three members were in the bottom, I don't think that was the most thought about role. No, it it was the role that you don't want to be in. But I mean, look at any of the rusicals. Um, as soon as there's a trio apart, you don't want to be in it because you're guaranteed one of the trio is going to be in the bottom lip sync. <laughs> but I, why do they do that then? This is I'm going like you know the Thorgy Thor conspiracy with Stevie yeah. Nicks. Oh, it is a conspiracy, hundred percent. I think they do it knowing that if unless someone else buggers up they know that, well, we get rid of one of the trio. It's, it's like a safe way to get rid of someone because who, as a strong competitor, is going to want to be a trio act on stage? And I think, it's a, I think for the judges, it's a good way of deciding, does this person really want it? Because why would you choose a trio role? But they didn't get to choose. It, and that's the difference, I think, this week. That's um, the thing. I wish Sister got to perform with Bimini because I think she could have been in the top this week. And I think it was a shame that her role stopped her being top three. Yeah. Um, Veronica. Our Stepford Wives Perfection. Killed it. It was camp. It was comedic. She made it herself. Yeah. Or she made it the second part. Robot. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It was really well done. And you can just see from the challenge to this, she's such a performer. She has such like charisma in the way she moves her eyes on the stage and the way she blinks and does little... <gasps> into moments and i think you could the, you could see the robot like overdriving and then dropping the tray and then whipping the wig off and i yeah it was there was it's literally good. nothing wrong i could have said about her this week compared to last week where i slagged off every single outfit 
Like she's had oh, 100% the best flip round from one episode to the next. Yeah, I do think what we've noticed from everything we've seen so far is she likes a story and she can oh, tell yeah. it. Yeah, she, she is a performer and she's proved, no, I have this experience. Because well, even last week, we didn't really like the looks, but she still told mm. a story with them. So credit to her for that. Yeah, I, I liked her and I, I really like her as a queen. It's a, one of the rare queens I actually knew of this season. Um, but I'm just so happy that she's proved why she's here this week because she smashed that. Like, yeah. no one else was top. Like, it wasn't just, it could have been her, it could have been someone else. For me, it was clear top. And then there was like two or three others that did equally great, but she surpassed everyone this week. Yeah, definitely. And then Nothing else Kate, I can say. It was just perfect. It, w- it was top toot for the week. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then taste. Mm, beautiful. I, I don't think she should have been in the bottom. I do. Her, perf- the, her performance, there were ones that were not as strong as hers. I think she yeah. showed in like the rewind bit in the dance move, she had that. Um, she got bits right, but I think there were so many bits on stage where she just looked unsure of herself. It's like, this is going to sound like a really niche reference now. But do you remember when you were in primary school and girls used to do like a performance in um, assembly? They'd be like, oh, I want to do a dance. And like three girls would do like something by Britney Spears. But like they'd get the dance routine, but they'd always be like hitching up their jeans or brushing their hair behind the ear as they were doing the performance. There was no real charisma. And that's how I felt in the challenge for her. The bit she got right that there were dance parts were great, but the rest of it just looked like she was permanently unsure of where she was supposed to be. And she was looking at the floor a lot compared to Ellie that at least projected forward, even though she got her bits wrong. <laughs> I don't think they were expecting a musical challenge though, because there wasn't one last year. Yeah, I, I thought that as well. And I'm glad that they did do one this year. Um, I kind of like it when it's slightly later on in the season, but because the UK is a smaller cast, I do understand why they did it. But her so runway... I will say, I think she was beautiful. However, same with Lawrence for me. She took off the best part of the outfit immediately. Like she I had think... this beautiful, well-constructed coat, whipped it off. Another same colour, sort of nice thing, whips that off. And then it was just a jumpsuit. And I, I think the second bit the best. Yeah, I did. And I don't think she gave the second bit enough time. And that was her mistake because... For the rest of it, it was just a beautiful long wig, great makeup, and a bodysuit, which we know what the judges' thoughts are on them. I do think if they were three different colours, it would have been a different story. Yeah, it was just red on red on red. Or even, I think for me, I would have liked it, because she said she was going for Carrie, and she had the blood spatter on the face and the, the blonde hair. I think the coat should have been white. She should have whipped it off, and it should have been white and red fabric, and then whipped it off, and it should have been all red to show like the blood coming on to carry. And I think that's where she went wrong or gone the opposite, gone from red to white, but then spat out the blood onto a white jumpsuit afterwards. I just think, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just only just a toot for me this week. She looks beautiful, but I wasn't wild. Oh, I'm going to toot it as well. But what I will say is I think the three queens that did end up in the bottom, if they had maybe revealed at a slightly different time, it could have been different. But I think that's hard to tell as well because uh, you know that famous Brooklyn Heights one? She did as yeah. soon as she walked out. Yeah. So. I think that, that was like the gag. like, And that was well done. I think for them, their reveals weren't spectacular enough that you start with that. 
So you should have at least let the outfits speak for themselves. Um, again, kind of like how we look at Bimini this week, Bimini looked absolutely beautiful. And it was just a shame that her stunt didn't work as it should have done. The paint spot didn't come out anywhere near as much as it should. However, the corset, the makeup, the wig, stunning. I genuinely thought she looked beautiful. I think it's the best she's looked so far. Yeah, definitely a toot. And I'm glad she was safe because her... Yeah. But I do think she should have been top three with Ginny and Veronica this week. If her, the stunt had worked. Yeah. I think yeah. the stunt's what stopped her this week. But at least her performance made her safe. Exactly. And so we had the safe queens this week were Ahura, Ginny, Estina, Sister, and Bimini. Yep. And then top was L.E.T. Veronica, and bottom was Cherry Lawrence and Tace. And for me, it felt weird, because I felt like when you looked at the judging panel this week, it felt like Veronica was the obvious top, and then it almost felt like everyone else was in the bottom. Because even though Tia did great in the performance, they read her look completely. And I was like, are they going to put her in the bottom, even though she did the best in the challenge? Yeah. Um, and Ellie kind of fumbled, and I wasn't that wowed by her outfit. So I was actually surprised she was there. Um, like I said, I think Ginny should have been in the top with Veronica comfortably this week. I would say, I think the only two people who did both things extremely well were um, Veronica and Ginny. Yeah, they were the two strongest of the overall episode this week. Not just the performance, but yeah. the runway as well. Yeah, I agree, 100%. So I know we disagree with the bottom, and I know we both love Cherry. Yeah. I, from watching the lip sync, I do think Taste won. I think Taste won, and this might be a controversial by, by opinion. This much, though. It was marginal, and I think she also won because she's she looked stunning. And I think neither of them really did anything. Like, for me, this is the sort of performance that you need to go really ham on. Like, this should have been the campest, most over-the-top melodramatic performance of memory you've ever seen. And they both played it too safe. Like, Cherry looked like she was delivering emotions. So I'll credit her for that. Whereas I think because Tace's eyes were so piercing against the red paint on the face, it almost made her look like she was delivering more than I actually think she was. Not that she did bad. I just think it helped her this week in the, uh, in the lip sync. Yeah. And I, it is hard to lip sync in a pregnant belly. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> Especially when you're stood next to someone that literally looks like a supermodel and then you're there in a, a little boy haircut and a pregnant belly. But I think it also could have been a double save. Mm. It's just a shame that the... Yeah, I just think that the performance wasn't wow enough, but I think they were both equally... They both performed equally. Yeah, which is why I was like, it was... Probably by like a centimeter. I yeah. Case, I guess because she did a little bit more movement in things around the. That's stage. what I think. Like Cherry kind of picked her spot and just stuck with it, but which I credit because Latrice did it while pregnant. So you make me feel like a natural woman. Unfortunately, I think she delivered more emotion in that song than the both queens did this week with memories. Yeah, and I do think putting a very emotional song as the lip sync song is a little bit cruel because they're obviously feeling emotional. See, I love that though. I, when I see, when I go to a drag show, I don't just want to see people doing Dua Lipa songs. I, I like a good bit of old school camp and memory is up there, but it should have been a comedy performance for me. It should have been so, it should have been like fake tears coming down the face. It should have been like screaming up at the sky. Like I wanted like pure, melodrama and neither of them delivered it for me this week and I think that was a massively missed opportunity 
because I think in terms of like going to a drag show and seeing that yes but I think on the show putting a super emotional one is a little bit manipulative yeah because i love it (laughs) if you because if they played into it too much they could have actually lost it and started crying great tv though yeah but that's just not very nice (laughs) no it's not it's not that is true but i mean reality tv isn't (laughs) it's quite an evil mistress to be a part of um yeah it happened and i'm gutted because for me i genuinely before the season started i wrote down three queens that i thought were going to be in the final and two of those queens were Cherry and Joe, who have both gone. Same. So I was really upset about that. They were half of my top four. Yeah. So I, yeah, that was, they went, and I was really disappointed about that because I thought they were going to be smashing it to the end, personally. But what do we want to see next week? Next week, camp. I can't, I can't even I just, remember what the challenge is next week. Oh, it's a fashion challenge. Oh, design challenge. Design, which is my favourite challenges, Kel Surprise. Which is why I was fuming when I found out next week was a design challenge, because if Cherry was there, she would have won. Yeah, we've lost Cherry soon. No question. I'm worried in this sense, because I feel like the judges have been sleeping on Ginny Lemon too much already, and I feel like this is going to be the opportunity to put her in the bottom, but I think she's been bringing some fun looks, and I'm going to be really upset (laughs) if that happens. Um... It, it could be anyone's game. Like I said, we've seen Davina win and no one expected, like everyone thought Crystal had it in the bag and Davina smashed it last week, uh, last year. So it really is anyone's game. But I think this will show who not just can make a dress, but who's got a good concept. This is going to be a really fun one to see yeah. what a queen can deliver and think it's not just, I can make a good gown. It's thinking creatively. And I think that's a real challenge that we're going to see people shine with. We know a horror can make costumes. I was going to say, I think a horror is going to do well. I think sister, sister is going to do extremely well. And I also think Ellie, Veronica and Lawrence are going to do really well. Do you not think Tia Coffee might smash it next week? I don't know if she, does she make her own? I don't know. Cause I know Ellie's <laughs> sister and a horror and Veronica do. Or bits with- of their own. From what we've seen with Tia, I think it'd be such a gag if she ends up winning a design challenge based on what she's brought to the show so far. I think it'd be so... Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Just for the, like, the, the full drama of the episode, I want Tia Coffee to win. <laughs> but I'm a little bit scared because the only challenge next week is the design challenge. Yeah. Which is why I'm a little bit scared because I'm, like, I'm really enjoying seeing Tia. We, we could lose some really great, uh, great queens this week. That's the fear. Yeah. Guess what we'll so, I have to say. To sort of wrap up then, who was your top top two this week? My absolute favourite this week, Ginny Lemon. I think okay. Veronica deserved to win and I'll credit her for that. But Ginny just killed me left, right, and centre this week. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with Rue and Michelle for like the first time ever. Yeah. And Veronica is my top two. Veronica absolutely deserved to win. And her look was the best, but uh, Ginny just surprised me at everything this week so she was my favorite to watch veronica was the most deserved yeah i can agree with that and this week we're going to start something slightly new on the podcast we're going to have a weekly queer artist spotlight and this week our artist is already here harry can you tell us about sassicism 
Yes, so I run a, an Instagram page at the moment called Saskism. And what I do is I take old Renaissance paintings and I give them drag queen makeovers and bring them into the 21st century. Um, the idea came around, um, I quite like the idea of reinvention and bringing things up to a modern era. And I thought it'd be a really fun way to take people that were most, almost definitely homophobes <laughs> and turn them into drag queens. Um, and I've already done a few of the queens from this season. We've done uh, Joe Black, Lawrence Cheney, Sister Sister and Ginny Lemon so far. And I've got a couple more in the pipeline. So yes, please check me out. It's at Sasakism on Instagram. And you can also buy the prints as well. Also, do you want to spell that as well? Oh, yes. Because I know sorry. I struggled with that. <laughs> so Sasakism is S-A-S-S-I-C-I-S-M, I believe. It's classicism, but without the CL and an S instead. Because I thought it was sassicism. Oh no, sassicism. Like a masochist, but also classicism in art. Well, you're going to have to go check that out. Um, I'll be sharing some pictures of them on the Hudum Queer Instagram account on Monday as well, when this episode comes out. And they're also going to be on my wall very soon, which I'm excited about. Yes, my Rue Girls this year, I've been very happy. I only make 10 of each design so far. And... Uh, they're selling out quite fast. So if you do want a Rue Girl, please DM me on Instagram and I can give you all the details to purchase. I did not realise there was only 10 each. I feel very special now. Oh, they're very limited. First. Sister Sister has just revealed hers. So I was very happy about that. She's just got hers at her house now. And Joe's just messaged me today saying, thank you very much. The print has arrived. So good things are happening. Very exciting. And you can catch Harry and I back here next month. Yes, Monday. Yep. <laughs> um, with a recap of episode three and the design challenge. And I'm very excited for next week. Yeah. This is my this is my domain. I love the fashion challenges. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And I'm going to be like, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be even more critical than usual. I think. <laughs> but brace yourselves. Strap in, guys. Oh, and also. Um, as this is coming out on Monday, on Friday, we have a very fab interview with not one, not two, but three um, gorgeous Manchester queens, Cheddar Gorgeous, Licorice Black and Anaphylactic. It is a really fun episode considering the topic is mental health. Yeah. But Who'd is... have thought such a, a dark and serious topic could be full of so much joy and whimsy. But if you watch Drago SOS, you know that these queens are spectacular human beings. It has highs and lows. There are some very dark, deep parts yeah. of it, but then there's some fun bits. But that's what happens when you get three drag queens on a Zoom call. Life is a roller coaster. You just got to ride it. And I think that was by Darius in the early noughties. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Tati, bye.